Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekutzei Moran. We left off in number 6 in Torah 13, exploring the two sides of the Tefillin Shel Rosh. There are two different shins, the Hebrew letter shin. Sometimes you'll see the letter shin with three prongs, three legs coming out of it, and sometimes four. What's going on with that? If we look at the Tefillin Shel Rosh, on one side there's the three-pronged shin, and the other side there's the four-pronged shin. What's the story with this and the two sichlios, the two different types of intellect that are necessary? The first one, as we learned, being the collection of the of neshamos, the tamid chacham, the tzaddik that will collect neshamos, and the second is the the transactional elevating the neshamos to higher levels, which then draws down Torah into this world. V'zeh perish, says Rabbi Nachman. This is the explanation. And it's going to bring a story, one of the fabulous stories, as Rabbi Nachman often brings in Likut Emeron, of Rabbi Barbar Khanna. Rabbi Barbar Khanna, he said, There were some sailors who told Rabbi Barbar Khanna that between one wave and another there are 300 miles, and the height of each wave is another 300 miles. Zimna chada, have azlinan ba'orcha, udalinan gala, ad chazeina arbata de koichava zuta. At one time we were traveling on the way, and a wave lifted us up until we saw the marvata, the resting place of a small star. This is obviously very high up. Dehave kamivsa arbain griva bizra de chardla ve idalenon have a maklina mehavla. It was the equivalent, the height to the area needed to plant 40 measures of mustard seed. And if we had been lifted up any higher, we would have been totally consumed by the vapors. The ramyala gala kalalechaverta ve amrala. And one wave, one of these massive waves, called out to the other, saying, Chaverti, mi shavkis midei ba'alma de la shatfis, Maybe you left over something in this world that you haven't yet flooded. I'll come and destroy it. Amrallah, and the other wave said back, Pukhazi gvurta demarach, Go and see the great power of your master. Even a, a hair's breadth, a little thread of sand cannot cross over. Like the Pasik says, In your miyahu, do you not fear me, says God? Now with that crazy story, we're going to break it down and Rabbi Nachman is hopefully going to help us understand a little bit of what's, what's really happening with Rabbi Barachana, with the, the sailors, with the waves, and ultimately how does that connect back to our Torah that we're learning here about breaking Chamimus and Taiva's Mamon, the desire for things. Let's find out. Nechuse Yama, the sailors, what's the story? This alludes to those who draw the sea of Torah into this world. We're not sp- simply speaking about sailors who happen to go fishing or whatever they're doing. Those sailors who are swimming the seas of Torah and drawing that down into this world. Next, the story says, 
Ben What's the story with that? Between one wave and the other, there's there's uh, three hundred miles. Shuhu shin. This corresponds to the shin, the letter shin that we saw above. Three hundred miles. Remember, there are three branches on a shin. There's more to this that we're going to see soon. Urumia de parse. What's the story of the height of each wave? Was three hundred miles. Shuhu shin shnia. That's the second shin. One is the side to side, and next is the up and down. Three hundred miles is the second shin that was mentioned. There are two different shins. These are the two different intellects. One is the gathering of the souls. The other is the drawing up or bringing, elevating of the souls and bringing down the Torah. These are the two aspects of intellect that the Tzadik Emes, the, the Talmud Chacham, the righteous individual has these two different, which correspond to the two different shins, the letter shin. Vagalim and the waves, what's the story? Heim Hanefashos, they're the souls. The waves are the souls. Which is the concept in Yeshaya that it says to lift up your voice, Bas Galin. And what does the Gemara say? Bas Galin means she's the Bat, the daughter of the patriarchs of our forefathers. Bas Galin. We, every Neshama, every soul, is a child of our patriarchs, of Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Valeya, and Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Let's continue breaking this down to gain even greater clarity. Ben Gala Lagala, between one wave and another. What's going on there? Elu Hachamim. These are our scholars. Shehem Ben Gala Lagala, that they are between one wave and the other. Hainu Mechabrim Kolonefashos, that they're they're gathering in, they're connecting all of these souls. This is that idea that he takes in the souls, the, the, and that's the wisdom. The 300 miles, diving even deeper. This is talking about the first shin. And that second, the height of each one is 300. This is the elevation of the nefashos, of the souls. This is the other shin. When it says, once we were traveling on the way, what does that mean? That we were traveling, that means we went into a unification, which is called Orach, as in, in Sefer Tehillim, we see Orchi, that my going on the way and my lying down. So the traveling, it's not just traveling, but that we're making moves in Avodah Hashem, in our connection to the Almighty. Next, Delenon Gala, that the wave lifted us up. Hainu, Shdelenon Hanefashos Lamaila, that it lifted up our souls on high. Shibachinas, like the, the verse says, Ir Gibayrim Alachacham, a wise man elevates, ascends to the city of the strong, a place of the strong. Until we saw this space, the resting place of a star. Remember, unbelievably high. What does that mean? That is that we brought out an upper unification of the world. There's this 
higher levels of things happening in the spiritual realms. And this space talks about zivug, is really an ultimate connection. Zivug, it means a, a, a marital partner, but it also means just the, the highest levels of dvekas, of connection with one soul and another soul, one soul in the Almighty. Kamosha Kazov, like the verse says, Archiva Rivi. My going in the ways of lying down as well. And at the time of unification, the divine presence is called a, a small star. Kamuva Bazoar, as is brought in the Zohar. Isabidas Nakuda Zaira Migoy Rachimta. Kadenis Chabra Bibaila. You can see more over there. As the Zohar says, out of love, the divine presence becomes small. And in doing so, unites with her husband, meaning the spiritual realms. This is also, of course, true in the physical realm when it comes to, to a husband and a wife and their unification, where there's a process. The Talmud tells us that words from these verses that Rabbi Nachman is coming to use, specifically Orchi and Rivi, those are words that also refer to, to marital relations, to the coming together of a husband and a wife. There's a process where they come together and there's something that's born out of that. This idea of creating something, a pregnancy, and ultimately creating something new. This idea of chidushe Torah, coming up with new ideas in Torah, drawing down new powerful messages of Torah. That's what this is as well. An individual and a Talmud Chacham, individual and Hashem. There's a, there are creations that are made when two powerful beings come together and then there's something new that ultimately comes out of that. When any relationship is done correctly, so there are peros, there are fruits from that relationship. Sometimes spiritual and sometimes physical. This idea that it was equivalent to the area needed to plant 40 measures, 40 weighings of mustard seed. Kamuva Bazohar, as the Zohar says in Parshish Pinchas, that this being, meaning an individual, a person, when she becomes pregnant, then there's a closing up. And she's actually unable to give birth until a snake comes and bites her birthing area. This causes it to open, and then there's blood that can emerge, that can come out from that space. Once there's the opening, that the nachash, the, the snake, will drink of the blood. So many commentaries on the Kutemoran let us know this is not speaking physically. This is talking the, the spiritual experience of the, of the Shechina when it gives birth to new souls. There's a process that gives birth to new souls. And this idea of blood being able to come out, it's talking about new Torah insights, new Chidushe Torah, where there's, there was a process and something new comes out. And this whole idea is the concept of the mustard seed. Like we see in Chazal and even in Halacha, a drop of blood the size of a mustard seed. The Talmud talks about drops of blood that ultimately would come from a womb. Again, this idea of pregnancy 
of a process and then something building based on a process of Kedusha. Bizra, this seed word, perish, Rabbeinu Shmuel, the Rashbam, is base zera. That word can be broken up into two. If you're looking in the Lakutemon, it's much easier to see this. Is the house of the seed. V'achar kach olidas. And after that, there's a birth. V'ha hazais, canal. And this birth is the Torah that we learned about above. There's birthing of new Torah ideas. And this Torah, it needed to travel for 40 days. This corresponds to other creatures, which total 40. You have 10 on each side, as we explained in the Maisa Harmir Kava, the flaming chariot that we learned about earlier in this Torah. This is the aspect of these 40 different measures corresponding to the 40 different creations, which correspond to the 40 days of the Torah. Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu was up on Harsinai receiving the Torah for 40 days. He had that private chavrusa study time with, with Hashem, 40 days. There's something about 40 days, the 40, connected to all of these different pieces. We're going to pause here. I look forward to picking it up in the next episode. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.